You're listening to the Hard Liquor and Hunting Stories Podcast. Proudly brought to you by Bolt Action Coffee, Safari Club International, Calgary Chapter, and Best of Seven Barbers. Production assistance provided by Fighting Spirit Productions. Now, kick back with a cold one, relax, and enjoy our show. Welcome, 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 everybody. You're listening to the Hard Liquor and Hunting Stories Podcast. Wow, it's been so long. It's been a handful of weeks, and I almost forgot the name of the show. That shows the kind of week I've been having. It's been terrific. It's been great. It's been all around awesome. And today, we're joined in studio with Huntsman Hefe. Hefe, welcome to the show, buddy. Thanks for having me. Awesome. Today, we're kind of drinking a mixed bag because, well, today, we're actually brewing cider. This is kind of a tradition that Hefe and I have had... I don't know, for what, how many years now? Um, since I got tired of fucking picking up apples in my yard and you're like, why don't we turn them into cider? Yeah, yeah, I remember you had all these apples in your house and you're like, what the fuck are these things? I don't want any of these. What the hell do we use these for? And I said, dude, we can turn those into liquor. And we have liquor for years and years. And oh man, is it deadly. It is dangerous. Um, we, I don't know, I would consider us extremely novice home vintners still, even 100%. after all these years. And I couldn't tell you what makes one batch better than the other from year to year, but every vintage has its own little characteristic, its own little tweaks. That's the benefit of, you know, never recording what you put in it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so like, I don't know, every year we kind of have an idea of the rough chemistry and we probably do it the wrong way. A lot of people are kind of looking at us. Hey, uh, I'm, not, I'm not drinking what you guys made, but yeah. But do, you, do you remember? Still have my vision. Nice. Yeah. Do, you, do you remember the first batch we made? Not really. No. Yeah. <laughs> well, last year's was good though. Yeah. 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 Last. It definitely gets better every year. I don't it, think it's gotten worse. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know because yeah. it, it gets me you there. Get more like, used to it. I remember one year I brought a whole bunch to my wife's Thanksgiving, and that was a really potent and tasty year. And they're all wow, this is great. Wow, this is great. What's in there? And they were all falling over liquored within half a glass. So that's how I knew it was. Yeah, a really good vintage. But yeah. this year, we're trying something a little different. What is it, Jeff? What do we got on the go today? Uh, we got a plethora of Nanking cherries off the trees this year, actually. So it uh, should turn out interesting. What the fuck is a Nanking cherry? I have no fucking idea. But uh, when I held it up to the old Google goggles, that's what it told me it was. Oh, beauty. <laughs> They're kind of neat, though. They almost look like a maraschino cherry that like grows out. I don't know. just grows out in the wild. Like, Brooke, have you ever, have you ever heard of these things? No? Nope. Now, can you, can you find out what they are? And like, I don't know. It's like uh, when I Googled it earlier, it was a, like a cherry from somewhere in China and they brought to, I don't know, it flourishes in our climate. Beauty. In Alberta and they're everywhere, I guess, similar to a Saskatoon berry. Oh, well, they're really good, man. Like, God, they just, I don't know if that added that extra kick to uh, to the cider. I actually had a bottle left recently and I shared it with a neighbor and I opened it up and, oh man, overcarbonated city. Like it shot straight up and I had to clean it off my second floor window from my patio. <laughs> Yeah, it was pretty wild. And then when I went to go open the second bottle, everybody in my neighborhood was looking at me like it was a total weirdo because I'm sitting in the middle of the street going to open this thing because it was so overcarbonated. <laughs> but alas, the second bottle did not explode at all. So Jeff, not only are you uh, a home vintner connoisseur, you are also a hunter. Novice hunter as well, yes. Yeah, well, hey, what? I don't know, what? You've been small game hunting for what, eight, nine years now? Yeah, that's true, I guess, yeah. Yeah, enough, right? Like yeah, another adult enough. onset hunter, right? Yeah. Yeah, but like you had family members who hunted and shit like that, right? Uh, yeah, a bit. Oh, wait, Brooks got something for us. The grandpa and stuff back in the day. Oh, they look very cool. Neat. Uh, yeah. Neat. 
I wonder if they're supposed to be used in booze. I don't know. <laughs> uh, when I was reading their primary use, it was like mostly jelly. And I'm like, well, it sounds like liquor to me. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, actually, that's 100% what they look like. Yeah. Yeah, that's a great shot. Oh, man. Well, yeah, oh. I think there was like 30 pounds I got off the two trees this year. Oh, geez. Yeah, I saw you struggling carrying the bag in. Yeah. Oh, man, that's awesome. Yeah, that was not the ideal option of putting them in Ziplocs and then into a glad garbage bag. <laughs> non-rip is garbage yeah. oh yeah yeah it just stretches and it's fucking gross yeah man well that's gonna be great so hunting primarily um small game hunter actually you, you've recently made the made the leap i guess i don't know into big game hunting yeah 100 percent. yeah and what's uh which one you feel it more man uh, i definitely like big game hunting a bit more yeah yeah it's just a uh, better payoff and i mean um I found, especially where we went anyways, it was pretty close to town and it was kind of like, just get out of the car and shoot and collect and go butcher instead of waking up at two in the morning and driving a couple hours and setting up in a pond and fucking around in your waders and <laughs> chasing ducks the entire day. As much as that is enjoyable, it was a... It's a, a different lot. kind of work, yeah. Yeah, yeah, different kind of work for sure. Yeah, man, I remember um, I remember one year, shit, you and I, we were out, oh, fuck, we were in a field somewhere. And we just shot a mallard and a couple of teal. And I remember you had taken one out and it was kind of slewy. <laughs> and you went to shake it and it started flapping. It kind of spooked you a bit. And you kind of fell into a hole a little bit and filled your waiter's pocket. That was funny. Yeah, 100%. A little tip over. <laughs> Fill up the cup a bit. and Well, I'm sure, from what I recall, it kind of made the uh, the beers that much sweeter at the end of the day. Because like, we did our, our usual camp fry up and then just kind of carried on with the day, right? Always a little teriyaki stir fry in the field and dry off the feet. Yeah, right on. Oh, yeah. For well, clearly because there's no video, people can't see. Jeff's got his new dog here. That's uh, that's running around, rolling all over the place, making a ruckus. So if you hear that weird noise in the back, it's one dog, another dog, and then a cat who thinks he's a dog, and a dog <laughs> who thinks he's a cat. So there's a whole bunch of asshole animals just kind of running around, mucking around the place. 2021 of cat and dog. Yeah, yeah. Like our, our our doggo, he was a COVID doggy, and he's dumb. And like the first time we left alone for like twenty minutes, he destroyed our house, just annihilated everything. And I had I had a fairly fresh bear rug from a couple seasons ago, and I come home and oh no, what is all this shit all over the fucking place? Oh no, oh no. He had uh, he had chewed the paws off my bear rug, so I was a little bummed out by that. I felt really bad for the bear, but you know. Didn't he, he ate your zebra rug too? He didn't eat my zebra. No. No, no. Luckily, hoof. Oh, that would have been. <laughs> I don't know. An expensive COVID pup. Yeah, his mom would have had some explaining to do. And by his mom, I mean my wife. Yeah, but, you know, she, rock, paper, I lose in that scenario, right? 100% of the time. So, Jeff, uh, you've been hunting for a while. You want to share a hunting story with us, brother? <laughs> <laughs> I'm always sober from my hunts, so I should remember all of them. Um. Well, there's one in particular I, uh, I, I, I recall. It has something to do with a glove? Yeah, I believe, uh, you know, getting up early morning, especially on a Saturday after a few beverages on Friday, post-work, post-long week. Uh, you wake up with not the nicest guts, especially ramming it full of protein bars and coffee. <laughs> um, yep. make, make your way out to the field, and I don't know. I had to... Take a huge shit. Um, Fucko was not walking fast enough to the vehicle. <laughs> I was not, no. And uh, it couldn't wait. So I held on to the pump head. 
out at the uh, lease land and just let her buck. Um, it got pretty warm out, so I didn't need my gloves. We were kind of winding down the day anyways, so I turned it inside out and uh, immediately used the furry side to wipe my ass. And <laughs> it felt nice. Oh, man, I remember yeah. I remember that day, too. Like, I'm walking, and you're, you go, dude, I got a shit. And I go, okay, there's some paper in the truck. Like, I'm going to get it for you. No, I have to shit now. Yeah. You just drop the waiters. Yeah, it was and one and you're like wrestling with the ra- the waiters just right, just so you don't end up filling your waiters. Oh yeah, you don't want the buckle to land into the shit because that's disgusting. Also. Oh yeah, yeah, you don't want to get anything in there, and then you know you pull pants back up, and you're you're wearing all your coffee mud butt. Oh yeah, yeah, and uh, and I remember like, oh fuck, I'll be a good friend. I'll go get the toilet paper for him, and that's when uh, yeah, Brooke, that's when I'm coming back down the hill. So yeah, I got the like, toilet paper handed. Jeff's already all buckled up, ready to roll. Yeah, I'm like halfway up the hill behind him, he's like. Don't you have to shit? I'm like, nah, I already, yeah, I already shit. Yeah, I was like, dude, don't you, don't you need any, uh, <laughs> do you need any tidy tools? No, I'm good. Just turn my glove inside out, threw it out on the prairie, <laughs> fucking laugh my ass. <laughs> 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 and I don't know what it was. There must have been something in the coffee that day. Oh, I hear the dogs growling, growling, growling. Yeah, there must get- have been something in coffee that day because, like, I remember we showed up at the site, and I don't even remember where the fuck we got the coffee. Speaking of coffee sponsors, we do have a coffee sponsor. For our show, so thanks to the fellows over at Bolt Action Coffee. I have some coffee for you. Hopefully, you won't have the same reaction. But anyway, there was something in the coffee because, like, we showed up there. My brother was with us. And oh, and that was the grossest cow patty right by the yeah. vehicle when we got there. Yeah, yeah. He didn't even take fucking three steps out of the truck. He leans off his brush guard and just unleashes this huge fucking cow style shit right in the middle of the road, dude. And then, like, he actually wiped yeah. in front of everybody. So, like, Ryan's huge white ass for everybody to see, and then he just like dops it off like a fucking. He still had his white shades on while he was doing it, too, so that was impressive. Yeah, flap rim hat, white shades, like the ultimate fucking prairie skid. And there was a flag coming off his, like, shit mountain because that's where he left the wipe. And he just, he just left it there for everyone to see. Just, middle of the road. Yeah, it's out in the middle of nowhere, but, like, oh, my God, fuck, that was fucking gnarly. And, and you couldn't even – and I don't know what it was. Whenever the wind changed direction, because it was close enough to our hunting site, like, fuck me, man. Was that the same – that was – was that the same day when we came back, all the cows were licking your vehicle? Yeah. I think so. For some fucking reason, there's the fuck? My car is parked like a kilometer just... away. Yeah, we come back up and there's, they're just going to town. I think my car must have been, had like excessive salt on it or something. Yeah, just the road on the way out, I think. Or something yeah, like fuck, it was they, gross, man. They just smeared your entire fucking windshield and all the side windows. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck, man. Oh, God, that was so fucking weird, man. God, the amount of weird shit that happens in the fucking backcountry. Well, I don't want to say backcountry, but out on the fucking prairie. Because, like, where we go hunting, there is nothing around there. There is no one. Nothing. Like. 100% cattle feed for days. Yeah. Like, you can shoot for miles and miles and miles and not see anything or anyone, really. And except, like, fuck, we didn't see that many birds, though. Like, I don't know, a couple seasons ago, I remember we went we had a couple dead sky days where we just went out and there was nothing. Yeah, it's tough out there um, for the amount of water. I mean, some of the ponds, depending on the air, they get pretty big, too, right? So. Yeah, yeah. This year I'm a little concerned because like I haven't had a chance to go out there. But I was talking to a couple of farmers and ranchers in the area, and they said they they don't have fuck all for water, so we might be doing some field spread and being really careful we don't start anything on fire this year. But works to our benefit, I guess. For yeah, because he's got able that to retrieve. He's got that one field. Remember you and I set up. We did a field spread there. Sure, it was a couple of years back, but we didn't really have the greatest spread at the time. Oh, what is it, boy? But yeah, like we we didn't have the greatest spread, and then I remember. It wouldn't have even mattered. Like we were out there for a couple of hours just waiting for anything to fly in and nothing. No. Nothing came. Not even to the fucking water that was like fairly close that we were kind of abutted against to try to get them to come in. But well, what can you do? Oh. Oh, 
Oh, whatever. The dogs are playing with cat toys. I don't know. Our, our dog doesn't give a shit about any toys. No. He, just, he likes two things, food and peanut butter. My puppy's just pretty much scared of anything. And So your dog, um, what kind of dog did you just get, Jeff? Uh, it's a Connie Corso. So what's, uh, I know they're a hunting dog, but uh, would, you, would you mind um, filling us in about the breed? Yeah, it's like a, an Italian Mastiff, I guess, from uh, like from the old Roman days. They almost went extinct back in the, uh, I guess, even late 1900s. And then around 1980, there was a movement where they ended up kind of breeding in uh, old English Bulldogs and Bull Mastiffs and other types of breeds into them to kind of rejuvenate the breed. But yeah, they were used for either hunting or guarding property in Italy or um, even herding dogs. Yeah, because you had two before, and they were big fuck-off dogs. Like, yeah, they get pretty big. Yeah, like, I wouldn't want to <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> mess with one of them. I had to wrestle with one a few times. Holy shit. And that is, yeah, that is a full fucking heavyweight dog, man. Like, I could only imagine trying to hunt with one. Holy shit, man. They'd probably just tackle a deer yourself, like, themselves. But Yeah, you don't even need to shoot it. Just yeah. fucking send it. Yeah, I can't use them here, though. You can't use, uh, you can't use dogs for big game hunting in Alberta, but you can for cougar. Um, in, in South Africa, it's, it's strange. They have a whole collection of dogs that they use for hunting and tracking, you name it. And it's kind of fascinating to kind of see the guys work with the dogs. Like, I don't know. It'd be cool if you could go, well, I, I don't know. Somebody will correct me if I'm wrong and give me all the shit in the world. But like, there are pigs in Northern Alberta and I wonder if you could use them for pigs. Cause Oh my God, if they're bred for it, Holy shit, that'd be so cool to see. I know there was a, there was another breed I was looking at actually, cause I had two Carne Corsos previously and, uh, the Dogo Argentino is an Argentinian Mastiff and they were. I guess actually used for fight dogs back in the day in Argentina. However, they, they oh, sure. are, are pretty good at wrestling up wild game and being utilized as hunting dogs. That's awesome. So, so what got you in on the breed, man? I don't know. An ex actually just like introduced him to me. I wanted a Rottweiler. Just, I don't know. I wanted a big guard yeah. dog type. Yeah. Guardian guard breed. Dog, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then, uh, I don't know. She showed me the Connie Corso and I don't know. They just look a bit more unique and, uh, less typical. Yeah, from, from the standard guard dog and yeah like i don't know fuck all about dogs and i'm gonna be perfectly honest i know you know a sliver of a sliver so i know a splinter about dogs yeah <laughs> um, my wife's very much the uh the the canine expert in our house um but but you know like most people in, in, I, know, I know most of the common breeds and i'm starting to learn more and more about hunting dogs because i just god i love seeing them work man they're so great but are they so how are they to come by? Like I, I fuck, I don't even, I'd never even heard of one until I kind of saw saw you and you had uh, Titan was just this little gaffer. Yeah, they're well, they're becoming a lot more popular in the, like the last few years, I guess. I don't know, um, especially after they were in uh, Game of Thrones. Uh, oh shit! No uh, way. Ramsey Bolton's dogs that he got eaten by uh, in that season. Oh wow! I have uh, I have uh, only CGI'd corsos. I mean, obviously I, they're not that big in real life, but. I've only seen a handful of Game of Thrones, and when I do, it's always on an airplane. And I have this really awesome move, so I always make sure I have the middle seat. And it's Game of Thrones, so there's lots of full frontal male nudity. So when that happens, I hit pause, so it takes up my whole screen, and then I go to the bathroom for 15 minutes. So it's really great because when you come back, <laughs> they're around just trying not to look at your screen, or uh, or they think you got a little too excited about Game of Thrones, and that's why you were in the bathroom. So the level of creep yeah. that you get to do with that move. Um, if any of our listeners want to give that one a go, you know, feel free. Um, you it's know. very 2021. I mean, you can go at both genitals in that show. Right? Uh, yeah, 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 for sure. I just thought that one was the one that would make people the most awkward because, you know, oh, my God, there's wiener. You, you don't see that just on a regular airplane. But, you know, flying is kind of, it feels like a thing of the past. It feels so retro now. But <laughs> yeah, it'll be interesting to get back on one of those giant skybirds. 
Yeah, yeah. Well, dude, dude, we're oh man. Well, speaking of skybirds, big skybirds. So Alberta has uh, sandhill crane season this year. Oh yeah, yeah, and they sound like fucking dinosaurs, man. And you can uh, oh shit, I think I checked the rigs yesterday. It's five. You can get up to five per man in RWMU. Yeah, yeah, which is a pretty large number. Nice. Like, yeah, and they they are there. Like we've seen them there. Yeah, because we went on that years. that guided hunt last year. They actually had some of the decoys out. I think even. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was kind of a bummer of a trip, but like it was good and bad, right? Like, yeah, you know, we just had a. Uh, it's it's hunting. It was a tough day. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It, it was, was a long day. Holy shit! It wasn't shooting. It was fucking hunting for sure. Yeah, because like what we started the day at what three a.m. and it was over at like seven p.m. Yeah. Yeah, something like that. It yeah, was, it was a challenging day. Fuck, that was a long day, man. Yeah. Got it, like, because I remember uh, I think we tried to nap day. here and just crushed pizza and a beer, and then went right back out for evening hunt. Yeah, yeah, and we're all wearing jeans and a t-shirt in the blind because it was so ungodly warm that day. Like, yeah. it was probably about as warm out as it is right now. Yeah, I think it was even still smoky too. It was. Yeah. Oh, well, fucking, that was, was like last skies, year. Yeah, oh my yeah. god, fuck yeah! I remember that, man. Shit. Well, I'll have to get out again this year. Like, I know. Uh, I don't know. We'll have to link in with False Lake because there's a few. Uh, well, I don't know. The, the U.S. border is open up, but I don't know how keen a lot of them are going to be coming up here to fulfill their dates and regulations, uh, sorry, requirements, etc. Yeah, that was, fuck, that was, man, that was good. Yeah, I'd do it again. Yeah, there was a good learning experience because, like, I don't know, I've been out with that guy before where, like, I bagged out in 15 minutes and other times, like, within an hour and then other times where it's just. Yeah, I mean, that was, yeah. it was still fun. It was a, it was a good day. It's a lot of work in those big spreads though, hey? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, that was a lesson learned, I guess, there, too. It was like the old Remington 870. I thought, you know, never did need to be cleaned, but. <laughs> <laughs> clean your guns, clean your guns, clean your guns, yeah. everyone. Especially I, uh, before a guided hunt, make sure you clean your guns. Because, yeah, what was it like? I don't know. You were having a really strange issue. Like, it, it was out of battery or something or wouldn't fire? Yeah, it was, it was just uh, like when I'd go to discharge. <laughs> the <laughs> it, w- it would be get really leaky and uh no it uh <laughs> the next round would jam and it wouldn't uh it was like a feed issue or yeah, was it like yeah. dirty ramp yeah yeah i think it was dirty ramp and it was causing feeding issues and so i'd get the first round out and then i'd have to sit there and dink finger it until the next <laughs> one got in and uh, the flight would be gone by the time i got my second shot off yeah because you're 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 like you're you're like me and a lot of guys I know like I can't I don't hunt with a semi-auto I I hunt with a pump I don't, I don't know I find it more sporting and people 100%. can trip me all they want but yeah it just uh, yeah yeah it, <laughs> I, I, I don't use auto buttons in my video games I'm not using semi-auto shotguns while hunting but deer yeah duck, yeah whatever yeah, for sure I got I got a semi-auto shotgun that I use for upland and uh, the whole reason I use it is because I want it but you know don't get me wrong I love it I love it it's great but uh, yeah using it for duck just seems rather unsporting to me. Plus, if I used it, God, my dad, the amount of trips I would get from Jack would just be insane. Yeah, especially with some of those flights that were coming in. They were calling him in really close. Like, that would have... Yeah, like... We probably would have bagged out, but, I mean, it wouldn't have been as challenging, for sure. Yeah, because they were they were decoying fairly well. Yeah, some of those calls that they were doing, that was pretty surreal, actually. Uh, you'd watch them turn completely away. They were about to leave, and they'd just start calling harder and faster, where usually we're like, oh, maybe they thought... I know we'd slow it down a bit when we were out... And they just start calling harder and more aggressively, and the fucking birds would turn around every time. Yeah, like I, I consider myself, even though I've been bird hunting for fuck, I don't even know how long. I am not a good caller. I'm, I'm very entry level. I'm serviceable, but seeing some of these guys who it's there, yeah, that's how they earn their bread and butter. Like their, their skill is just unreal. I like watching. Um, you know, I love the internet in a sense where I can just Google whoever the champ is, and oh fuck, I was on. 
Instagram the other day on our Instagram account, and somebody posted it. Shit, this kid must have been like four or five years old, and he was just a champion caller, man. And I don't know how he was making those noises. I don't know how he was doing it. I can't get that fucking noise out of my call. But then again, I run everything on the sheep, the prairie way. So, like, I got my $25 polycarbonate call. And, and you know, you get those high-end wood ones that are just handcrafted. They're works of art, right? And I almost, 100%. Yeah, and I almost feel bad taking those into the field just because they're so they're so attractive. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm just going to butcher the call out of it anyway. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, I used to practice calls out in the neighborhood, and then I had to stop because all the neighborhood dogs would go fucking insane. That sounds like not a bad Saturday late night. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. The old lady despises it. <laughs> <laughs> so we, we went out for, um, up by Vagraville, we were out there for uh, a snow goose hunt um, last spring. Was he? Oh, he's under the wall with the. Yeah, he is definitely playing with a cat toy right now. I believe. Oh, whatever. It just sits there and collects dust, man. That's all good. So we go. We go out there, and, t- and my wife, she's been on a number of hunts. So like, it, it's not news to her. But oh man, they because uh, you know snow geese, you can use the giant fucking speaker, hey. Oh yeah. And you you go to those clouds and or sorry, you, the skies just look like they're alive. It's like fucking hordes of locusts coming at you, and even God, snow geese are fucking hard, man. Like they didn't like to decoy very well. We probably had couple thousand decoys in the field too just like sock style movers yeah yeah and it was not a sure thing by any means like but we still oh man i think we shot like 48 birds you know so uh, we didn't get no we got we we got plenty right definitely enough for eating yeah oh the fucking choring afterward oh yeah yeah Yeah. it was it was some work i was actually pretty impressed with how those uh goose smokies turned out last year so speaking of weird uh weird meat eating um i recently fell upon uh meat eaters got a new product called uh duck hunt dinners and we're in no way affiliated with them god that'd be neat but anyway we are not currently. <laughs> so anyway, they got all these ca- they got all these cajun guys down the bayou and uh oh man they remind me so much of so many french canadian cats i know obviously all acadia but anyway so they go out and they shoot coot they love coot that's they're fucking bread and butter. Hey, you're sending me that. That's fucking disgusting. I don't know why anyone would do that. But yeah, but I kind of want to try it the way they do it, you know, because they they cook it in a very specific fashion, and that's that's their go-to bird. They love it, and you know, having you here on the show, it just kind of reminds me of a uh, remember because like coot were always our, our dirty garbage bird. Oh, 100%. And they'd always end up in a in a pile of birds, and we had the rule that no, no, like they're getting eaten on the site, so we would do the field cookout. And do you remember the first coot you ended up shooting? You were pumped until you found out, oh, no. Yeah, how swampy and gritty and sandy that garbage meat tasted? Yeah. Yeah, so me, I'm trying to flex, try to be Mr. Manly. Like, I fucking go to eat it. I think you have it on your phone. Do you have the video on your phone? Or is it on my phone? No, I don't. Um, I don't have it readily accessible anymore. Oh, fuck, man. I'll have to dig it out. I, so, do, I do recall you You chirped me, I believe, called me a fucking pussy a yeah. bunch of times to <laughs> man up and eat the meat. And then, however followed its suit by gagging and almost yeah up. yeah so brick there we are we, we like cook some rare fucking coot meat and jeff's just he can't do it and i was like come on don't be fucking like you know just like full bravado so i just shove this whole thing of meat in my mouth and while i'm chirping him i'm biting and then i just i don't know i hit like the gag coffee pukey reflex as i'm chirping him for not being able to eat it <laughs> and it was instant karma for me <laughs> it hundred percent tastes like the swamp smells, though. It is the grossest flavored meat I've ever consumed. Yeah, so I'm really, I'm With really like a uh, weird sandy shit texture. Yeah, they were on. not good, and yeah. so that, that's why I was so, uh, so curious and perplexed. And everybody I know, because it's kind of a tradition among our gang, if you get a coot, and there's always one in the bag, because inevitably one's going to get shot. It just, it'll, it'll just happen. 
Um, oh, you got the coot. Oh, you you get to you get to get your first first taste. So we'd fry it up right in the field field styles, like just improvised, and it was never good. It was never good. But now, like, I stumble upon this show, and they're they're eating it like it's uh, the creme de la creme <laughs> of, of the bayou. Come to Alberta, take all of them from us, please. Yeah, yeah, this thing. Yeah, we take a look at his feet, Brooke. Yeah, take a look at his straight feet. dinosaur feet. Yeah, they got lizard feet, dude, and they're like. The yield on them isn't very good. Like no, they're, yeah. they're they're not a very meaty bird, and they're actually super dumb. So like, yeah, you shoot at them, they don't fly away. Yeah, they would like try to swim away. So like, you're blasting, and like, um, a flight of ducks come in. Any ducks that end up landing would end up taking off, and the coot would just kind of swim in the other direction. And yeah. it's always really ah. strange for us because we're like, why are they fucking? Oh, they got to be injured birds. So we go over there, and um, you know, they'd be they'd be coot, and inevitably we'd have a few in the bag. And then I remember one year, shit, you and I went out and. All the ponds were lousy with coot, but fuck! I remember you made this really good shot. There was these two ponds, and there was a coot kind of flying right along the water uh, between the two ponds. And fuck! I just saw it. You tracked it, hit it, and you just ass over tea kettle. Yeah, pulled it over. Yeah, yeah, that was a hell of a shot. Man. I remember that specific shot actually. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh fuck! I wish it, like <laughs> God, that was a highlight reel TV shot. Man. Like that was awesome. Yeah, definitely had the clean gun that day. Again, clean your firearms. Yeah, yeah, well, you know, pumps, they last forever, right? They got to be really grimy to not work. You know, you can abuse the fuck out of them, and they, and they typically work. But, you know, to each their own, I'm going to tell guys what to hunt with. Hunt, like, you know, there's the rules, and then there's your own personal style and rules and whatever, right? Like, you know, hunt with whatever works. Like, my hunt, my wife hunts with a semi-auto for the simple reason. She won a really nice one. <laughs> 100%. Yeah. Oh, man. God, that was a good beverage. Holy shit. What are you drinking? I am I'm drinking rye right now, and I gotta move into the cider because it's supposed to be the cider show. Right? Because we're gonna go yeah, through you're our drinking process. rye and I'm drinking old old mill. Old mill, yeah. It is the it is the hard liquor and hunting stories podcast. I'm out of rye though, but I'm gonna switch to uh, some lambs here in a little bit. God, I love lambs old maybe. Like God, it's just you, you know, it's it's I don't know, it's kind of the everything drink because we used to get it all the time back and then my family used to drink it all the time. And then uh, the the good old glory that is moose milk. Oh yeah, yeah, moose milk. Yeah, like uh, seeing as how we're going full bore in the holidays, and we're able to kind of connect with people a little bit better this year. We'll probably do a holiday special of holiday cocktails. And there's a there's a really gnarly fall punch I do too. Do you remember I made it at that Halloween party one year? You probably don't because that's how good the punch was. But was, I do recall a Halloween party with punch. Yeah, yeah, it was like this wild cider cinnamon punch that I made. Yeah, my, my dog's being a total turd. Scout, go lay down. Scout, go lay down. Go lay down. Go lay down. Oh, I can't wait to have a formal studio. But recently we've been taking our show on the road. Yeah, we've been kind of ending up all over the place. And we kind of said, wow, we should have done this way sooner. Because it is way easier to get gas if you come to them. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Which... Which is fair. Like, hey, Brooke, we're, we're like, oh, man. Like, yeah, wow, our, our, our theory is flawed, right? Like, but, oh, man. I don't know. We got, we got some, uh, some folks out from North Carolina who reached out to us recently. Um, I don't know how the hell we're going to get that. But, I don't know, maybe we'll do some remote stuff. Or, well, apparently we can't go there and they can come here. So, I mean, that kind of settles that. Yeah, yeah. I think with the season open, though, I'll try to connect with some. Uh, oh, calling America foreign is kind of funny. But, anyway. Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Try to get some other um, perspectives on, I guess, you know. You can try doing it remotely, too. I think there's a way to, to figure it out. Yeah, yeah. Me, I really like putting people on the spot, feeding them full of liquor, and then asking them, so tell me, 
tell me your stories. <laughs> tell me your stories. Yeah, yeah. Like, and, uh, you know, it takes everybody a little bit to get warmed up. But, oh, God, dude, that, that fucking story where you're in the pond. <laughs> that's, that's one of my all-time favorite hunting memories, dude. And that's, uh, you know what, everybody, I'm sure everybody listening probably has one of those stories. Yeah. You know? Yeah, uh, I mean, I don't know. It happens to me every time. Fishing, uh, a similar thing happened early morning fishing. Oh shit! Yeah, we're, I told we're, you. We were a guided tour on the bow going fly fishing. So wait, that was for uh, you guys did a float, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We were in uh, in the floats and definitely had to go up on shore and take another big shit over a log. <laughs> um, you, you just lead it into the water and make it rad. Food or well, yeah, I don't know. The guides were there and it got kind of awkward, and I made sure to turn and look at them, like just stare eye contact is that, is that thing close to you do you mind just chucking it out of the out of the room just um you know or you can pass it to me here and i'll i'll throw it out this is the thing he's going for yeah that's what he was going at okay cool just to uh just to ease everybody's ears so they don't have to have all the fun of he he looks like he's got some fetch to him man that's great yeah no he's doing pretty good so far so did you guys float the bow or? yeah awesome who who is that with yeah it was uh with uh a buddy cam and uh his dad and uh well, the outfitter, but anyway, yeah. yeah, all good. Oh yeah, yeah. No, I don't actually remember who the outfitter was. So you guys, what, what do you what do you think of those float uh, fly fishing gigs? Like, I, it was I've pretty never good. Done one. Yeah, so I'm, yeah, I'm yeah. I'd hardly recommend it. It was my first time fly fishing, and uh, it was pretty cool. I've tried to get into it uh, since then, but it was good to have a guide and just to even learn. Like, I don't know, you go fishing around in Alberta, and I never really thought to go south on the bow. And I mean, people come from around the world. It's a, a blue ribbon stream and yeah, yeah yeah in canada it's red ribbon though is it yeah so in the u.s blue ribbon is first canada's red ribbon oh at nice. least in the show pony world yeah. i only found that out recently because my wife slapped me for not knowing <laughs> 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 yeah like uh yeah, i was like man people come from around the world just to go fishing on the bow i was like Fuck. yeah we have it so accessible like, like <laughs> yeah. i think the river right now is like two minutes from yeah. us yeah 100%. it's just that way yeah yeah like my brother, he's big. He's big uh, into fly fishing. He's more into fishing. I was more into hunting. But like, I don't know. We still, we still small game hunt, you know, casually. And our last guest, um, yeah, Brooke, uh, George. He, oh man, that guy is the wealth of fly fishing knowledge, man. I, I always have to stop him and be like, okay, dude, I don't know what fish you're talking about. You're gonna have to show me a picture. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, we hit him up for a story. We're like, hey, George, like, share a story. And he kind of shared this, like, kind of generic one. He's kind of feeling out, like, kind of get comfy. And then, oh, man, he had a whole shitload of stories after that, like, really crazy stories about, you know, his bear encounters and everything else just being in the middle of nowhere. And, like, I guess, yeah, you're still going to run into those. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, oh, man, like, even fishing, you're going to get a few drinks into them. Yeah, yeah. I think once he got some of that moonshine into them, they were, they were easy oh, flowing. Nice yeah, yeah. It was a moonshine episode. Yeah, yeah. It was golden. I'm going to have to watch that one. Oh, it's cold, man. Yeah, it was. It was good. Yeah, I, I, I got a lot of time. We'll, we'll go fishing with him, man. Because like, I'm yeah. always keep, like, I, uh, I do not think I am expert in anything, which is a good way to approach a lot of shit. Yeah, you're never gonna learn if you're an expert, right? Yeah. So I was going out with him and just, uh, just learning stuff about flies. Like, I did a fly tying session with him. Um, just did like how to. Ta- oh yes, please, sir. Uh, we got we got rum, yeah. We got, or no, no, wait. You know, I have one of those ciders, brother. If you're. You want a cider? Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll take a cider. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, me too. Yeah. So like. Might as well get into it before we make it, right? Yeah, yeah. At least so we can be like, oh, God, ours is terrible. But <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. But, the, <laughs> but the the amount of knowledge that that guy has, man, like he's probably forgot more about fly fishing than I'll probably ever learn. And um, man, it's uh, it's such a craft. It's such an art. And uh, one of the things I find about it is just it's so meditative. I just got a new fishing rod, FYI. 
for my birthday. <laughs> nice. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. So well, my wife. Check it out before the season's over. Yeah. Well, I don't think I'm going to, man. I got to do a bunch of stuff to it still. But, like, you know what? I was so pumped to get one because, like, I, oh, man, I haven't had a fishing rod in fucking ages. I'm always just like the guy who's borrow, cheat, stealing, taking everybody else's. Right. Yeah. My, uh, I went out to go see, did some traveling there this summer with uh, COVID restrictions kind of lifting a bit. Went out and saw my parents and my grandmother. And uh, she actually gave me the hand-me-down of all my grandfather's old fishing rods. So it was pretty cool to have like some, you know, vintage rods Sweet. now in, in the set. Uh, Did you get any bamboo ones? Uh, no, there's not any bamboo ones, unfortunately. Oh, man, yeah, but, I was reading this thing in Sporting Classics about bamboo ones. And fuck, man, I remember going to my, oh shit, I think it was in my granny's like cabin. At Sylvan Lake. And remember that little shack they had with all their fucking outdoor shit in it? Yeah. Yeah. So I remember there being bamboo fishing rods in there. Fuck. And fuck. Because <laughs> <laughs> now, now those are. They're definitely not there. Yeah. I, I, don't know. It's get, I don't know. My dog's getting all squirrely at something. It don't matter. It's good for all the dogs. Having dogs around makes it feel like more. No, it, w- it was pretty funny, though, because one, uh, one of the items that was in his uh, giant cases of fishing and fishing accessories there was an old uh, depth finder. Cool. That, that looked like it may be a vintage of a, a Nintendo Game Boy. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, I know it was it's pretty cool haul. Well, there's some talk in uh, in some places they might ban them. Little fish finders. Oh, really? Yeah. So like um, they're they're talking about unfair advantage, blah 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 blah. Less sporting. You see, you know, so. Um, so I think fuck. Arizona, I might be wrong. I don't know. Brooke, you can fact check me here. So Arizona banned trail cams fairly recently. And I'm like, well, trail cams, I, I don't know, man. I've, I've put out tons of trail cams and got nothing. Yeah. <laughs> and usually when yeah, you cite it. Yeah. And when you cite it in a successful trail cam, usually because you're, you're looking at the sign, you know, it's not like you have a fucking drone out scamming around. Oh, this is... Yeah. So I, I, I don't know if they impart that advantage, but. And it doesn't take a lot to push them off their route. Not at all, yeah. So all of a sudden, they have the route. Someone else came out there. A couple yeah. loud vehicles, some ATVs in the area, and they're is just... It, is it Arizona? Yeah, January 1, 2022, it goes into effect. Oh, so they, they still voted, got some time. Yeah, they voted this year, and then it'll go into effect set next your, year. Set, set your trail cans up, Arizona. Yeah. Shit, I got One a cousin. Last year. We're, we're going to go hunting on his land this year. Uh, but he just bought like 500 acres down in Arizona. I wonder if he knows that. I wonder how pissed he'll be. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if he bought it sight unseen. I don't know. I don't know. Who knows? I'll have to talk to him. But is that is that uh, shit? Can you see? Is that are those fish finders coming up and banned next? I don't know. You know, I don't know. Like, I, oh, and I've been on boats with fish finders and I didn't catch fuck all. I've been on boats that didn't have them and I've caught like like I just I don't know enough. I no, like, yeah. Like I feel like I've been on the water enough in my life, but not. Still not a guarantee. You still need the correct action. Yeah. Everything going on correctly to. Yeah. So what uh, do you got a go to or go to lure that you use? Uh for spin casting, I always just go classic five of diamonds. I would at like shoe swap or when you yeah. go to the lake. Oh man, I love like Lake Thompson's but, man. Yeah. Like I was out in Northwest Territories fishing. That's all I used the whole time. It was great. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Five yeah. of diamonds gets it every time. Yeah, it's a classic yeah. classic <laughs> yeah. lure. I don't know. I don't know why it works. It just I don't does. Know why they even it's, make uh, other ones? Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of a piece of Canadiana. And then uh, oh shit, I was in Cabell's the other day, and they had lures that weren't Len Thompson. They were Cabell's brand, but they were similar. But, you know, dissimilar enough that there's not kind of an, an infringement issue. But, hey, Len Thompson's still made by hand, man. Nice. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah, so that's not too cool, often. right? Yeah, yeah. So, you know, 
support those jobs locally rather than just mass produce somewhere else. Yeah. Yeah. So that's kind of neat, right? Like I gotta, I gotta build my tackle. Like, oh, what a fucking chore that is. Cause I don't know enough <laughs> and I don't want to talk to anybody in the store because I don't really trust them either. Yeah. And most of the time, I mean, they're young retail workers who aren't fishing experts. Yeah. <laughs> for, yeah like, for lack of, I was giving a talk at Cabela's. Oh, this was years ago. And, uh, one of the one of the pro staff who's there. Like I am not Cabela's pro staff. I am not Cabela's pro staff. I'm not Cabela's pro staff. I was just talking about this trip I did in Africa. And um one of the guys there, he was one of these pro fisher dudes, he shows up in the jersey and shit. You know, really nice guy. Really nice guy. And then he starts talking to me in, in you know, the hardcore fisherman language that I don't fucking understand. And I had to be I had to say, Whoa, 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 bud. <laughs> I had to and ask him to speak a little slower for me and kind of explain it. Because I guess uh, one of the big issues he had, like, and you know, this is fair. He said, yeah, I went to go check out these lures and they had all these lures for fish that we don't have in the province. And he said that was the vast majority of it. And their big thing was, well, a lot of people buy these lures and go travel elsewhere. I'm like, yeah, sure. That's fair. But I don't know. 99% of people are going to buy there. Like you need the Canadian tile, Canadian tire style lures. Oh, definitely. Yeah. That's what fills a tackle. Yeah. Yeah. And like, even just like two, three minutes here, Baker Park there, guys were catching lake trout fairly recent, which I thought was weird. I didn't think Lake Trout could make it into the river, but there they were. There was a guy fucking posting his picture of a fucking really nice Lake Trout. It is pretty dammed up down by there. Well, I think it's just, I don't know. I guess the story was the floods back in 2013. I don't know, some population. Carried something over. Oh, my God, we have another guest here. Ooh, a special guest. Just 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 in. The door. Oh, my God. The man, the myth, the legend. Oh, wow. The mustache. this This is unexpected. Everybody, ladies and gentlemen. Well, let's be real here. It's mostly gentlemen listening. <laughs> Doctor Doctor Country is in the house. Brooke, you think you can get him on the mic? Yeah. Yeah. All right. So, dude, you have to really talk with your lips almost almost touching and uh, put it on it like you normally would on a weekend. Oh hey. Oh wow. Oh, wow. Hey. That, that was crazy. sultry. Wow. Yeah, that was incredibly oh, sultry. Yeah. Yeah. You got to get the radio voice. Yeah. Man. It, All right, everybody. It just moved. Next up on stage, we have Bambi. <laughs> <laughs> we know you want to skitter like a deer, but. All right. Can you can you hear us? I can hear you now. Oh wow! Terrific. Joining us in studio is the one, the only Doctor Country, and we say Doctor Country because well, he is back from medical school. I'm halfway to my MD. Oh shit, man. Well, we're calling- halfway to the D. Yeah, the D is always there. Oh, okay. Fine. Oh, you gotta get, you gotta get, clo- <laughs> get, get closer, mate. You gotta get closer. So oh, I'm not really... close enough. Yeah, you're no. not. You're now not. you're close yeah, enough. Yeah, yeah, there oh, you go. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You oh, have to make it yeah. sound. You have to make it sound like NPR, <laughs> 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 right? If you don't sound like a Baldwin brother trying to sell fucking Christmas uh, treats. So I thought there was like whiskey involved with this. Well, we're, well, we're, we're drinking, cider day. We're drinking fucking cider because oh, today it's is wild cider. cider day. Yeah, and uh, we just got through. Uh, Huntsman Heffy was telling us his story about uh, how he lost gloves. a glove on the prairie. Yeah, that's going to happen when you don't uh, regulate your bowel movements before hunting. Whoa, whoa, yeah. whoa. Don't use that science shit on us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can hopefully be more informed in the future now that you will have a doctorate. And- so, well, for those for, for those listeners who may be unfamiliar with Dr. Country, I think, uh, oh shit, there was one year where, God, I think you and I did 42 bird hunts. We did. Yeah, and you logged them for uh, science. <laughs> I did, For actually, a science. Yeah. yeah, he logged them for a science. It was great. It was um, to get my undergraduate degree in science, and it was in like a behavioral, like animal behavior class. It was just like a 4,000 level, literally biology class, just 
mapping animal behavior is what we took it as. Yeah. And this was for your like, basically in order to get your degree, you had to complete the semester and project, had to do one of these at least in your degree. And we ended up, I couldn't get like the federal grant for like further funding because in part of my write up it was we used the birds to offset our energy expenditure and they're just like, oh no, no, you're only supposed to look at the birds. You're not supposed to kill them. <laughs> <laughs> it was it was really yeah. funny that day too because I remember uh, my brother sent me a meme and it was we're catching release hunters and it's the guy throwing the bird back. And it's <laughs> <laughs> Salud, thank you, sir. Oh, yes, cheers, cheers, everybody. Oh, my God, fucking a great time. Holy shit, man. Something this smells is... horrendous. That might be my dog. Oh. Oh. They were, I oh, was playing looking, with the dogs outside. Oh, he's licking plants and somebody licking plants and dropping ass. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I see it. Oh, did right, he take right a shit in here? He shit right in the middle yeah, of the floor? Oh, oh man. I'll you, be back. Uh, you, <laughs> what does he have in common with Jeff? <laughs> he's probably shit on my floor before. <laughs> so country. Welcome to the show, man. Oh, my oh, God. It's so you. great to have you thank here. Thank you for having me. Like, holy fuck, this was unexpected. I thought we'd be wrapping up, but you know what? Here you are. We could, Dude, we got to do a whole episode just on you, my friend. I suppose we shall, but maybe we'll have to plan out what we say ahead of time. I'm supposed to say somewhat PG now that I'm going to be a medical professional. Yeah, but nobody. Yeah, this, this is why you go by Dr. Country here. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. He's yeah. hands been heavy. Yeah, we all have we all have rules and worlds there, we have to live in. Some, I think there are some. Uh, we can we can buff him out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. No last names or real names. I think I said my brother. I think I said my wife. What's that? I think I said Uh, whatever. We'll fucking block that. Whatever. <laughs> it don't matter. So this is not a live stream. No, no. This is a bona fide explicit oh. um, chat. Yeah, yeah. So country. So is he just using like just paying you in booze? Oh, right. Well, hey, paid. paid. <laughs> this is uh, no. This is this is part of our umbrella organization. Um, for those unfamiliar with Fighting Spirit Productions, this is one of our. Um, I don't know what do I say. This is one of our um, seminal uh, offerings. Semen. Yes. <laughs> oh, our podcast is going to be fun, bud. <laughs> Man, I'm, I'm not gonna lie. I've never, uh, I've never had, a, I've never had an animal just shit right in front of me while we were recording anything. No, that's that seems rare. Yeah, it's a it's a pretty hefty one too. It's like it's a little earthy. Oh, it's fucking fun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It uh, it really makes for some great time in the studio. Oh man, dude, so glad to have you here. Man. No, so thanks. Glad to have you I'm back. so I'm so happy to be back, man. So we we were discussing the cider, and uh, I know. J- I feel like Hefe is just getting into the groove here. Oh, there's dogs. Bar- yeah. Anyway, how would you describe the homemade cider that uh, that comes out of the uh, the HLS HLHS crew? Hmm. My personal take on the cider is: if you are looking for that fun summertime drink to drink on a hot sunny day under the shade. You should probably not go with the H. Yeah, 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 yeah. you should have something else. It's uh, it's very much a field meal. And yeah, um, actually, so that's a very good descriptor for it, like the field meal, because this is, it's like it's not earthy, but it is, and I don't want to say stout. <laughs> no, it's hef- It's heavy. Yeah, it is. It is a heavy cider. So right before you joined us in the studio, uh, we were discussing. Remember that one time we were talking about coot. Oh, coot. Yes. Oh, the other chicken. Yeah. Yeah, 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 the, yeah. Uh, the swamp hmm. chicken. 
So we were, I was telling the story how uh, Jeff Jeff bagged his first one. So we did a big fry up, and I was chirping him for not being able to eat it, and then I was gagging on how gross it was. I do recall that time, and the fact is, I'm pretty sure I also dry gagged <laughs> when he put it in his mouth with basically just a flashback. But Coot's making a comeback now. There's all these shows about how to do it, and I guess we've just been cooking it wrong. Oh, those Cajun fellows. Yeah, yeah. Apparently, that's their that's their, uh, their that's their money meat, my friend. Yes, those Cajun fellows. <laughs> if they can make gator taste good, I'm sure Coot is right up there. You know, really. I actually, have you guys if they're going to eat squirrel, they'll eat I've never. Yeah, gators actually, yeah, I've had it a few times. Oh, we got ties. Brooke, have you ever had gator? No. Oh, shit. So I had it, and it reminds me of a mix between halibut and chicken. Yeah, it's, like, it's actually really good. Yeah, it's quite good. Like, yeah. I had a, well, I don't know, I had some Australian make fill me. Anyway, I that's me speaking Australian. So, wait, so is it just lean? Like, you've had it before. It's just lean? Yeah, yeah. It's, how you yeah, it? it's like a really lean fish or a loose chicken, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, it's like a, he- yeah, it's yeah. heavy, though. Like, it's got some yeah. great flavors. Yeah, it's like a white meat. Why don't you uh, that for me there? If you. If you go to Banff, you can, uh, they have it at the uh, Grizzly House. Grizzly there. House there, yeah. Yeah, so, oh man, so you last the, time the I was there. the exotic platter, and they have quite a few different meats on it. It's pretty cool. So, the last couple of years, so I went there, and I love caribou. Caribou is one of my favorite game meats. Like, I love elk, but caribou to me is just, oh man, next level. So, I go, and I had caribou there, like, probably, I don't know, eight or nine years before. So, I go, hey, um, I want the caribou. Oh, we, uh, we haven't had caribou for a number of years. It's a paper fucking menu that you can reprint out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that you place haven't is had sketchy. caribou in fucking years and years and years and years. And well, yeah, they got those phones there. Oh, yeah. It, it was gonna... used to be a swingers bar, yeah, right? Like back swingers. in the so, day. Yeah. So you can call the other tables. Me and my cousin, when we were younger, we went there and uh, for, on ski trips. And we'd always just call the prank, call the other tables. There's one in the bathroom even, too. So you find a table of whatever <laughs> cute girls when you're younger and you just start you prank calling from the washroom. Is this some. Dude's just taking a leak in the background. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Who knows? Yeah, just yeah, loping. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, last time I Probably went, not too the phone rang, and my wife didn't want to answer. 10. And I said, they're not calling for me. Yeah. <laughs> Fair. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. So it's well, 2021. Well, anyway, so I pick up the phone anyway. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> and what did you get back? I, they immediately hug up. They got too shy. <laughs> uh, you know, that's one way to get off the phone, I guess. But you know what? Maybe I just want to have a co- perfect conversation. So I answer stranger. my phone all the time. Yeah. Like if I want hey. to have a perfect conversation with a stranger, I just call an Uber these days. Yeah. <laughs> or better yet, a keys, please. And act as if it's an Uber. Oh, man. Oh, God. <laughs> so this friend of ours, uh, you know, when we do our holiday special, we're all four of us. Because, yeah, country, you'll be around. We're going to we're getting through a, a batch of moose milk, friends. Yeah. So we'll we'll half batch it and then we'll we'll start recording because yeah. that'll that'll make everybody um, question a lot of their decisions and their and their. It's always a good time. I mean, it's yeah. not a good drink to mix into your paralyzers. Yeah. So we made it this one year. And oh, it and definitely Brookie, happened. This yeah. play of ours thought it was non-alcoholic, man. And there's like five different kinds of all booze. It's like 99% booze. Like Mostly, yeah. Yeah, there's yeah. no mix. Yeah, the only mix is ice, ice cream. cream. Yeah. yeah, and eggnog. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. he was making paralyzers out of it, calling everybody bitches. And then within 15 minutes, he stopped speaking English. Yeah. And then uh, his wife finally had enough. Like within like, I don't know, an hour or two. Yeah, not too long. Yeah, so they she goes to drag him outside and he does like a chin skit down the stairs on my porch into the snow. We watched yeah. the whole thing. I remember yeah. I remember him watching him brush off his car with the scraper side aggressively on his Cadillac. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, dude, that's not the brush, but this is comical. Yeah, yeah, After he I shoved just, the keys, please driver into the driver's seat while he proceeded to violently <laughs> scrape his vehicle. I just remember fucking him falling on the stove and be like, dude, you okay? 
I'm s- this is the only time I heard him speak English over like the course of four hours. He's, <laughs> and he so just rolls over. I'm so fucking damaged. <laughs> <laughs> so his uh, his wife's rendition of the drive home was just pure comedy. Like, oh, yeah, yeah. She live streamed it. It was super funny. And yeah. uh, when he was asking this keys please driver how much he paid for insurance on this car that he had Pretty nice own. car forever. Yeah. 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 Oh, this is, dude, this is your car. Yeah. This is your Cadillac. This is your vehicle. Oh, okay. How much you so, pay for a Cadillac on so, Uber, man? So how long are you going to drive for Uber? He's <laughs> so lost. And, you know, here we are a number of years ago. Oh, man. I can't wait. I can't wait for, you know, seeing... Most well, some people on the holidays. Anyway, <laughs> yeah, I've still never seen anyone brush off a vehicle quite in that fashion, and it, it it tickles me every time I think of it. Well, wait, we've talked about liquor. Let's talk about a little bit of hunting coming up. Country, you are back in country, my friend. Correcto. What what, uh, what hunt are you most looking forward to, my friend? Well, I would definitely say the the duck hunting for sure. You always kill something. Maybe you don't fill your bag all the time, but. There's always death to be had, and there's always tasty birds to eat off the tailgate of the truck. 100%. Yeah. Yeah, it's always a chore. The work is the same, whether it gets comfortable or not. With yeah. the big game hunting is good, but a lot of times, I mean, 80% of the time we go out in the field is actually more for recce and finding where we want to set up a shoot. Yeah, 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 for sure. So this year, this I like year's the meat though. The meat and the processing and oh, the butchering yeah, is it's a lot a, more enjoyable. Yeah, it's a the whole outcome. lot more of a community sport. And yeah. There's a lot more to it for sure. There's you know there's elements to both. I you know I love it all. I love the totality of it, man. Yeah. Oh god, I'm so pumped to hit the field with you guys this year. Yeah, for Look, me, uh, the and, birds and is like make cider. The birds is like this little steak bite that flew to you. Now, yeah. if nature's providing you like appetizers. Yeah, you just, take them. You just take them, man. Well, yeah. it's not right before you jumped in when you talked about the Sandhill season. So apparently you can get five in Alberta this year. Most WMUs, it's like three. Oh, they've opened it up. Yeah, and uh, remember where we've got access. We saw a whole bunch of Sandhills that one year. This is true. Yeah, I don't, I don't know if we will see them with any kind of regularity. Oh, we'll see them. I mean, if we were getting more... Whether like it's within snow shootable goose, distances. If we're getting more of those snow goose decoys out in the field this year, we're probably going to get better numbers, too. Yeah, yeah, like I got a I got a fairly large spread now. Holy fuck is it up there. Hey, but hey, oh shit, we got to do something. Brooke, what time is it? Just just out of curiosity. What are what are we? It's about cider time. 50 minutes. Oh, okay. So we got we got we got 10 to 12 minutes to wrap this up and and talk about nonsense. But Well, I mean, there's still lots of stuff to cut out, so it's not like going to even be an hour long. Actually, actually you'd be surprised. The stuff that gets cut out is usually uh if it mentions somebody explicitly or if they're just straight up um I farted pretty hard with my brain on that one question. I believe most of them. Which one was that? Most of them. Oh, almost all questions. <laughs> you know, it takes people a time to settle in. I remember one time. I wasn't um, sure if you were actually serious that we were going to do this day. Oh, no, no. I Oh, no. I am always serious. Yeah. yeah like, uh, we, we did a recording one time. And, I and as soon as I saw that gear out, I was like, oh, fuck. You're like, eh? fuck, God. <laughs> <laughs> I did not have enough meetings today. What do I have friends with? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but here, you know what? The, uh, the minutes are not kept, yeah. but the hours are lost. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely more enjoyable. Well, shit. Hey, fellas. Good oh, to see God. everybody. Guys, you know what I'm looking forward to? Because uh, what if, if we get the cider going today, it'll be deadly come Scotch-tober. Yeah, it's 100% going to be ready for Friendsgiving. It's going to be ready for the season. It's going to be oh, it's going to be a go. Oh, fellas. Fellas, I'm so looking forward now because we, uh, we can look at this moment now. Is the uh, I already said seminal event in country. Just laughed at me for saying Thamen. But anyway, like... Um, Semen. Seminal. But, you know, we can look back and, and trace it all back. Seminal. And then, oh, vesicle. Oh, vesicle man. seminals. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Oh man. Oh man. This is terrific. <laughs> Anyone still listening? Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, when you were talking about caribou. Oh, yes, yes. So I'm with a bunch of friends from all over North America doing med school. None of them have hunted, most of them are pretty hardcore nerds. And I was just like, yeah, I'm going to get myself a caribou. They're like, what's that? I was like, oh, do you remember that Christmas story about that one deer that had a red nose? It's just like him, but we call it by a different name. Yeah. It's yeah. like a reindeer, but cooler. It's like a reindeer, but slightly bigger. I'm yeah. going to eat his mom. Fuck Rudolph's mom. I'm going to eat that bitch. Well, shit, man. Um, <laughs> so a couple years ago, like, uh, have, you, have you guys been Back following Woodland Caribou at all? So in Alberta, we have caribou, the woodland caribou, but they are critically endangered. I think. Yeah. And, uh, oh, man. Fuck, it'd be nice. No. Do you remember uh, buddy from undergrad there, the geologist, Yukon Steve? Yeah. Yeah. Yukon Steve. Yeah. 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 He said, uh, we just contact him and we can set up a hunt up there and it's open herds. It's expensive. Like, you know, I guess yeah, if you're not, if you're not, yeah, yeah, if you're not, if you're not, uh, he's the not local. a resident. It's he's the uh, local, right? He's yeah, just got to hold not, the gun. Just touch resident, the barrel while I shoot it, please. Yeah, if you're not a resident, well, you can't do that, man. That's uh, <laughs> that's all sorts of fucking trouble for a guy. So yeah, yeah, maybe we'll edit that part out. But, <laughs> I mean, if you can get multiple draws, though. Let so me like, uh, lay they on your back. Certain herds. Well, you guys know, you guys know wheels. So wheels is up there, and I'm. Oh God, so we is we, he a resident up there now? He yeah, is, yeah, he lives in yeah. Yellowknife. So I've been oh. trying to get him to get in a hunting. It's for like years. ten grand to go up there and get a moose, though. For you, you and I, for yeah. a non-resident, for, for him, yeah, it's yeah. fourteen dollars. Yeah, that's so, what I mean. Like if they're calling any herds, they can get multiple tickets. Those fellas. Yeah, but so I got I got a friend up north. He uh, he runs the, the the fishing outfitter just on the east arm of uh, Great Slave Lake there. Uh, Jocelyn Demer at Hero Lodge, but he's also um, recently moved into um, Upland Bird shoots. So you actually hunt from your zodiac. Like it's, I think he's a hunt for, I don't know. You know what? I'd have to. I'd have to confer with him, and really up. Similar to like the zodiac killer. Yes, you send. Uh, you shoot the birds, and you send <laughs> clues to the newspaper. Yeah. yeah. No. They're kind no, of but any same. sort of mechanized hunt, it'd be pretty cool. I gotta say, if you've got if you've got the equipment to go for it. Oh, well, because in Alberta, legal. you can't shoot from any vehicle, and that includes um, bow, incredibly et cetera. Nice. Yeah, he's got something there. Um, but we've got a whole bunch of uh, other stuff that we can use here. But hey, fellas, we're all crushing ciders right now. Um, country, we're going to get you on the mic later for a full bona fide session. Full bona fide One session. of these days. Uh, it, it's going to be soon. Perhaps tomorrow. Wait, you saw the shoot time for tomorrow, right? Yes, I, I should hope so. Yes. Okay. Oh, wait. What time is it? 1230. Okay. Okay. I did not see that 1230. No, no, no. I did. I did. But then a bunch of other things happened. But yes, no, 1230. Yeah, yeah. Still life. Okay. Well, yeah. we, we've got cider to make, fellas. And uh, you know what? I feel like we're all proper lubricated to get the machine going right now. Honey, um, Jeff, thanks for being so much on the show. Huntsman Heffy. Love you on here, buddy. Um, thanks, Mr. Mark. Since you came all the way here. What's uh? What's his DJ handle? I don't. I don't what, actually uh, know what to call him right now. So you I'm can just, just call me M A R K. Yeah, M A. Yeah, DJ M A R K. Yeah, I, I came up with this cool like hundred map where people came on bom, who bom. were just using random names. And I was like, yeah, that's fair, that's fair, that's fair. But God, they were all the douchey names. They were like, I'm Simon Wolfslayer. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck! If I knew that was an option, I would have. Hey, like, are we supposed to just? Use <laughs> yeah, 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 Simon Wolfslayer. Simon Anyway, this is uh. Anyway, did did any final thoughts? 
Uh, no, it's just great to be here. I'm uh, pumped for the season. Fuck great for you. And uh, just going to give 110%. You know, just uh, 110%. You know, next shift will be the best shift. And uh, away we go, right? Okay. Um, favorite game animal? <laughs> favorite game animal? Uh, that I've shot or in general? Just, just whatever. Favorite I love elk and elk? moose. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Cool. I know I threw two out there. You asked uh, me your one. Your favorite hunt? That I've gone on? It doesn't matter. Just tell me your favorite. I'm going to ask questions with questions. God, you're yeah. so fucking annoying, right? Like, God, uh, I can't even tell a guy. I'd be like, oh, I love your all my shoot. I believe uh, my favorite hunt was my first deer kill. That was pretty fun. Boom, yeah. yeah. Okay, and uh hunt you look forward most to do? Uh, my next deer hunt. Man. <laughs> He's a man of simple pleasures. <laughs> so deep. All right, everyone. Well, we have yeah. uh, we have a huge pile of apples, <laughs> Oriental cherries, and I don't know. Is that the correct term? No. Nanking. Nanking cherries. It is an Oriental cherry, though. Yeah. Oh, you weren't, well, you weren't God, incorrect. Yeah, but you know, there's this new phrase where I just want to make sure I'm using correct terminology. Anyway, thank you so much, everyone, for listening. Thank you to our sponsors. Uh, stay safe out there, and good hunting, and... Clean your firearms. Clean your firearms and pay attention to our Instagram so you can see whatever this uh, magic elixir we come up with tonight is. All the best. Thanks for listening.